Welcome back to Hung Up Podcast, everyone. Episode 6, we got a great one for you. Later on in the episode, we'll be joined by LSU kicker Cole Tracy, the kid that stole the show the other night. Very impressive. Kid has a boot. Big boot. He's a good friend of mine as well. So we have that. We got college football talk. We got some NFL talk. Mostly college football, though, because it was a glorious weekend. Was it not, dude? In America. Was it not? Just to, just from every... I couldn't have been more happy. I was in my element this weekend. I was just yeah. so happy. I was on the yeah. couch... I was up at the lake in New Hampshire for a couple of days, and it just – I'm glad we have good games at the beginning of the season. It wasn't like that when we were kids. Right, it was right. kind of crappy games all the time, but, you know, now right. we've got some competitive games, mm-hmm. which is exciting. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped this episode. We have every it. every right to be pumped. Oh, oh well, well, why, well, why is that? The Virginia Tech Hokies showed up last night. You are not wrong, yeah, huge, huge statement last night. Dude, I'll tell you what. I did not know what to expect going into this game. I almost bet the over, and then it started raining, and I wish I bet the under. Mm. It was right at 54.5 points, but forget all that. Let's let's just talk about the game. Let me preface this by saying the swag surf that they did, the uniforms they did, the environment, everything looked dope. Everything looked It looked awesome. Except their play. Except their play. I don't understand why... Everybody was so bought in. Nobody gave Virginia Tech a shot. When this same Florida State team last year, I understand DeAndre Francois got hurt. He's not Cam Newton. He's not this. He's good, right. but he's not this transcendent, awesome superstar. Tremendous arm talent. That's what people. That's uh-huh. what people get. Uh, that's what they fall in love with. Yes. Yes. And Virginia just came. At, Virginia Tech just came out. Oh my gosh, Virginia Tech, not Virginia. I don't know why I did that. I'm just excited. Yikes! Yikes! Virginia Tech just came out and was just. You could tell from the opening kickoff these guys were ready to go. They right. were playing for each other. They were playing with energy. They were they were ready for the moment. And it was just from kickoff till the final whistle. It played was a together. beautiful thing. Played together. To watch. You played fast. Bud Foster put together a tremendous uh, tremendous game Unbelievable, for the young man. defense. Unbelievable. You guys were flying around. I loved it. I did what like I mean just look, listen to some definition of, of lunch pail defense. Dude, no doubt about it. I mean, you come in, you're returning four starters from last year, and you lose some guys to the draft, you lose some guys get kicked off the team. Key guys, not like, you know, not important fellas, but right. Ricky Walker comes in, he's one that you'd think of, and Reggie he was Floyd on the show. comes in and, and he was on the show. He was and on they the just show. dominated. Mm-hmm. The line of script the line of scrimmage was one every there was one or two guys in the backfield every, every single play. play. As soon as the running back grabbed the ball, he's having he had to make one or two guys miss and then focus on getting yep. to the second level. And just listen to these four drives. These four drives just sum it up for Florida State. First and ten on Virginia Tech's thirteen, missed field goal. First and goal at the one yard line turns into a field goal. First and ten on the twenty-eight turnover on downs and first and goal at the five fumble. I mean, those are four trips into the red zone where you come out with three points. Mm-hmm. And, and the one they should have had a touchdown, but um, Willie Tiger wanted to speed things up. Yep, and that comes down to coaching, and he just looked completely outmatched in coaching. Yeah. First of all, he's wearing a whistle to a game, which I don't understand. He had on a <laughs> he had on a wearable whistle at the game and a visor. I didn't Not, notice like, that. He didn't, didn't notice that. He didn't look. The I didn't part. notice that. Um, and everything they did on wow, offense. Wow, come to think of it, who wears a whistle to a game? I don't know. I guess, I guess some warm-ups. Get, people like that your trainer, three. maybe the trainer in yeah. warm-ups to warm you guys up. Yeah. I guess know? head coaches that score three points on their um, yeah. inaugural. I, I read a tweet today. Uh-huh. Um, Florida State <laughs> was favored by seven points, but didn't even score seven points. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Florida. You can't win had... by seven if you don't score seven. Fun fact. That is true. It's true. That's very true. We had... 
I mean, it's just I, I, I can't say enough about Coach Foster. The first the first drive by Virginia Tech really set the tone, worked it down the field. You could see that what they were doing, the slots, if they were uncovered and the guy was off him by 10 or 15 yards, they'd just throw the bubble screen and it was an automatic 10 yards, gashing mm-hmm. him down the field. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people said, you know, the offense was failing, the offense wasn't moving the ball, but it was more self-inflicted. It was penalties that got you in second and long. It was sacks. Um, we had a fumble. We we uh, I didn't have a problem with the fourth and one play on the one yard line. I I had no issue with that. I would have went for it as well. I don't know if I would have done it in shotgun, but yeah, a sophomore. I didn't like that there. play call. Yeah, I I wasn't crazy about the play call, but I I, I would have gone for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, man, I loved everything. We gave up uh, ninety four rushing yards. We had fourteen TFLs, five sacks, just dominating and everything that Taggart was doing on offense it looked like it had no it had no rhythm or or goal you were going east and west you weren't getting the edge that one play Cam Akers broke was a bad contained job and a missed tackle but it didn't seem like and tell me if I'm wrong you're more of an offensive guy than I am did it seem like they were really trying to to did they have a goal or were they just it kind of just seems like they were oh let's run this let's run this let's run this let me ask you something do you think they had a goal or you think virginia tech's defense just looked that good i think it's a combination of both though because i just i i just saw florida state anytime they had a big play it was an athlete making a play it exactly. wasn't like you know what? Oh, i was just about to say that i was just about to say that florida state's got a bunch of athletes uh-huh. they're loaded with talent they just need to find someone that could put it together um Offensively, Virginia Tech, I was extremely impressed along with the defense, but with the receiving, with the receiving core. Yeah. Your well, wide receivers, look, uh, look, you've had some good Isaiah Ford in the past. He was yeah. good. You had Bucky Hodges. Cam Phillips. Cam Phillips was yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. But this is like the first time I feel like there's an actual like you know group, what it is? group out there. You know there. what it is? It's the fact that Virginia Tech has the luxury of having two wide receivers on both sides that are over six three. Yeah, you have two big, over big six foot three. You have Eric Kumo, who's six three. Probably see this around. is what I was trying to tell you with the Giants last week. They got week. big guys, man. They yeah. got big guys out there that make plays, um, and everyone's young. I mean, out of the fifty, out of the fifty six guys we have in the two deep, forty of them are underclassmen. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if this group's playing like this now. I mean, I don't mean to look forward, but I mean this game coming up on the sixth of October against Notre Dame that shapes up to be a good one. I mean, Virginia Tech's got to handle their business. Notre Dame's got to handle their business. Um, I believe the toughest game both of them will see is Stanford. Uh, Notre Dame will have to play Stanford the week before. Virginia Tech has to play Duke at Duke, which is you know no one likes to go to Duke. It'll be like twenty people at the game. You know? <laughs> so, but if they handle their business, man, I'm 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 extremely happy. I was blown away. Um, I was I'm I'm very very happy about it. I don't want I don't want to I don't want to harp on it. Um, I do want to harp on it, but I'm not going to because you know I, we gotta move on. The only other things that really stuck out to me were why didn't Laybourne touch the ball more? He had that one play where he hit that dead leg and completely changed direction um, and just made a made an unbelievable play by himself. He had a 37 yard play, changed direction on a dime, uh, and that's the only time he touched the ball all game. He touched the ball one time, um, and then again, I is I I am not in on Willie Willie. I don't think anyone is, but I'm I mean, not in on game. Taggart. It's one I, game. I know. I, I, I'm totally against the whole fact of getting rid of someone or like. Oh no, being I'm, a, I'm not saying not, that. Speaking of getting rid of people, just this is completely way out of left field. Okay. Saw something completely asinine, field. like Love totally asinine. A Yankee okay. fan. Tweeted out how we gotta get rid of Aaron man. Boone. I saw it. Your, your team's over thirty games over five hundred. So I hate stuff like that. And, pe- and just real quick, the Red Sox are one of the best baseball teams I've ever seen since I've been alive. Okay. Right now, right. but 
we, we're not talking baseball. Yeah, we're football. No, we're all football today. Anyway, Virginia all Tech, football. extremely happy about it. Unbelievable job coaching. Beamer ball is in full effect. Beamer block ball. Punt oh, was I love awesome. that saying, man. Uh, dude, oh, the block the punt was the great. The block punt was awesome. That was awesome. Just overall, good game, Virginia Tech, and Feel obviously good, you got. What'd you move Feel up good. to now? Twelve. We moved all the way up to twelve. Went yeah. from twenty to twelve. That's awesome. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, next game, uh, you want to get into Alabama? I do want to get into Alabama. I'm telling you, I'm just going to tell you right now. I've, I've, I, I, I'm a little bit of a freak. I rewatched all of the, mm. every game we're going to go over. I rewatched the condensed version. That's wild. Because I miss, I missed it. It's finally <clears> back. <throat> College football's back, man. I, I'm not into the whole NFL thing as much, you know. In the preseason, I, I've been watching my guys, but I know, you know, it's it, well. It, I love it's both. The college football wow, this year finally. for me, especially, is going to take it because the NFL is growing a little bit mm-hmm. soft with the rules, but. Alabama. Uh-huh. Let's just. We're gonna just run down this. List no, wait, here. wait, wait! Don't, we'll ta- don't we'll skip this over because I want to say one thing. Oh, we're not gonna skip it over. Oh, okay. I we're not gonna, gonna skip, skip it over because it was a dominating tide performance. It was a dominating at, at, tide yes, performance. At a, base, um, at a base level. Tua performed very well. Yes. Defense performed as usual. It, you know what? I'm not. It's just Alabama's still good. We'll leave it at that. Alabama's still good. I think that these are a few things. And, and I'm nitpicking because you know when something's great, you're still gonna find some things that are of wrong. Of course, yeah. Here are a couple things that I did notice. <laughs> Tua signed a couple, showed a couple signs of youngness. That's where he normal. threw the ball across. I know, but when he threw the ball across his shoulder, his body uh, across. Look the at field. Billy trying to coach the quarterback. <laughs> you know, you know, gotta do. I got, I got, I got, I got to call it how I see it, man. Um, he's the first real playmaker at the quarterback position that we've ever seen, where a play can break down. Out of Alabama, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he can he can make something happen with his legs see, and keep his eyes downfield when he's doing it. This is like the first time that Alabama's been able to be like, you know what, um. We're just going to do something different because, mm-hmm. like, in the past, in the years past, they're just like, let's just do our Alabama thing where our defense yeah. is really good and wears and tears you down, and our offense is going to do just enough to get yep. by. And maybe we'll hit our occasional um, number one receiver in the NFL. Yeah, Mari Cooper down the sideline. Mari Cooper, Julio yards. Jones, yeah. you got Calvin Ridley. So, yeah. I mean, you're going to hit them eventually, why not? But now you got Tua. Yeah. And this is just scary because, like, they were, their offense felt like they were uh-huh. doing whatever they could just to make it. Mm-hmm. But now it's scary because yeah. they, they got. He makes him so versatile. Uh, by the numbers, we had Tua was 12 for 16 for 227 and two touchdowns. Hertz was 5, to nine, five for 9, 70 yards. Dude, I'm sorry. Look, I look, I hate bashing college kids. I am a college kid. Right. Jalen Hurts has never really been a good quarterback. He's been he's what never Alabama been a, needed yeah, but because they were so good on defense. It's just... I think, in a, I think he'd be a... He would start he's, elsewhere. He's very, um, very smooth when it comes to, like, running. He's very fluid. He looks like yeah. He's very yeah. fluid. Like he looks, looks like, like he's, he's ice skating. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but when it comes time to throw the ball, I mean, it's not throwing the ball. It looks like Tim Tebow. Um, the one doesn't thing look I... like Tim Tebow, but it's just as bad as Tim Tebow. On Alabama, ten penalties for 111 yards. That's very on Alabama. On Alabama you could tell Nicky yeah. Nick wasn't very yeah. happy. I didn't like how he snapped at Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor. I didn't like that. A lot of people did. At first, I was like, you know what? I like that he stand up for his players, but it was a fair question that she asked. She didn't ask yeah. him. Yeah, but he did a call worse. and apologize. So. He did also call her the wrong name when he apologized. <laughs> her name's Maria. He called her Marie. Oh, all right. Dude, I'm not stressing I'm about that. I'm just saying, man. Tomato, little, tomato. He apologized. And the other thing that I got, one, I'll say one thing about Louisville. I like their quarterback. Juwan Pass, 20 for 39, <clears> 252 <throat> yards, two touchdowns. That's not that's not too shabby against Louisville's the Alabama defense. Louisville's irrelevant to me. It's not too shabby against the Alabama defense, and he only got 16 yards of run support. So that's not bad. That's, that's just not an Alabama bad. defense. Yeah, right no, there. but that's a good job by him uh, to sling it around a little bit. But obviously they stay number one. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. Uh, who do you want to get into next? We, Auburn and Washington. Auburn Washington. Yeah, Wonderful. Washington. Wonderful. Are we the, just going with this here? Yeah, yeah, uh, I yeah, did it in that order. Cool, cool, cool. This was a weird game. 
This was a very dude. Weird game. Washington. What do you? So many opportunities. I know. It was a knock, weird knock, game. knock. You know what was the difference this game though? What special teams? Special teams. And special teams are usually the difference when the SEC plays yes. another team that's yes. good on offense. That's always what happens. Right. Um, Browning and Stidham are both going to be NFL quarterbacks. Let's just put that out there right now. They yeah, both look Stidham, very good. <laughs> dude, um, uh, excuse me there. Browning made too many mistakes for a senior. He did. He did. Too many careless, stupid mistakes for a senior. And Washington had too many turnovers when it mattered. Too. Yeah, killer. Huge exactly. Mistakes. For Huge a senior, he can't be doing that. Stidham mm-hmm. played very well. I think Stidham will make a good NFL quarterback mm-hmm. one day. I'm yeah. sure he's going this year. Um, Auburn, I mean, it's not like they look bad. It's just what Washington should have won. Washington lost this game. I, th- I think Washington, the turnovers are the reason why they lost. But I think Washington showed me enough that I think I personally think they're going to run the table in the Pac-12. I think I don't think the Pac-12 from top to bottom yeah, is but, coached very so well. So let me ask you this though: with the Pac-12 uh, running the table, Pac-12. Let's say you finish 12 and 0. Woohoo! Yippee! Great season. With a tough loss on the road to Auburn. A winnable loss though. A winnable loss. Yeah. Do you think they make the playoffs? Ah. I do. I do. I do. Because think about it. The Georgia and Alabama thing, fine. Okay, if both of them got to make it, they yeah, both got to right, make it, right. whatever. I, I, I don't know if they will because it, Georgia's got to be uh, – Auburn made, you know, beat one. I Georgia's mean, still you know. very good. They were young last year. They're still very good this year. Exactly. I don't like any in the playoffs. It's, it's so early. I'm just saying I can see Washington winning out, and I think if they win out beating out. Stanford and beating USC, I think that automatically throws them in there. It's impressive, no doubt. Um, no doubt. But the turnovers, man, two turnovers to none, That's gonna uh, that that was the difference, the, tur- the special teams and the turnovers. So um, that's what I thought. That's what I saw. I agree. So – you want to go to a little Penn State uh, app state here? Oh, I was really rooting for this upset. I was too. I don't like Jim Franklin, dude. Look, I don't. I don't think he's that good. I don't think he's that good. James Franklin. James Franklin. Whatever. James Jim. Whatever. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great coach. <sighs> not sold. But here's my thing to all um, NCAA teams out there: let's try not to schedule Appalachian State as your yeah as your opener. What are you thinking? Let's not do that. What are you thinking, they're man? They're just kind of out here ready to crush hearts, dude. <laughs> dude, they came. Out. Let me say one thing: Henry Pearson from Paramus Catholic. Shut up, PC. I was watching him. He was. They lined him up in the backfield as a fullback, and he was crushing Good stuff. folks in Good this stuff. game. And what what I loved about App State is their tenacity, because they had so many opportunities to say, "Ah, oh, you know what? We're gonna lose." Like like right, right. out the gate. Well, they were down. So, they were down. I was yeah. I was torn because I was I was watching the uh, Washington Auburn game, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "This is a great game." Right. But then I start to see Penn. Ooh, Penn State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yikes! App yeah. State. Let's go. Yeah. So I turned on that game, mm-hmm. and next thing you know. I'm st- I'm glued to it because mm-hmm. I just want App State to win. Yeah, yeah, and you know what the thing about McSorley? What McSorley was? If you if you look at his stats, you're like, oh, okay, kid's he had a, a good game. But the plays that he made, kid's a though, winner. Kid's a winner. Were crazy. Will he make plays. a good NFL quarterback? I don't know. Yeah, we'll but have right, to see. Watching him right now, kid's a winner. I have respect for him. Yeah, penalties again killed App State. Nine for a hundred on uh, App State, <laughs> and uh, Penn State two for ten. Might be some home cooking there. I don't know if uh, in a 60-minute yeah, game you have 10 yards of penalties. And I think that uh, App State scored too early mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of the game. Mm. But, hey, you know what? you got to get in the end zone. Mm. We can get in the end zone. So that's that. Oklahoma action? Oklahoma. Take point on Oklahoma. Man. Take point. Dude, Oklahoma. Like I, I, All right, they were playing FAU. One mm-hmm. of my boys plays at FAU. Shout out. And you know what? I, it's tough. It's very tough because this Oklahoma team is a good football team. So athletic. 
They're fast. They're electric. They're fun to watch. Their mm-hmm. defense, yes, I said it. Their defense, they're physical. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're a good football team. They are a good I would not be surprised if they – the only reason why I don't think they would make it back into the playoffs, I know it's week one. I know it's early. Say it. Say it. I'd say what Kyler I think Murray. Oh, no, dude. I'm going, a, I'm going a different way. You know what I think is going to impede them from making it to the playoffs? <laughs> West Virginia. Oh, West I Virginia they play awesome. West, they play West Virginia the last game of the season. I love seeing Tennessee get crushed. And we'll save that. But Kyler Murray, man, he's just like a video game. No, he's guy. electric. No Nine doubt. He's electric. 11, but 209 yards, two touchdowns. My thing is, it, it were, I, I just got to see. It's week one. I haven't seen enough of him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was FAU. Once I see him have like a, a nice performance against like a team like Ohio State, like mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield did yeah. last year, yeah. then I'll be like, all right, Oklahoma, they're going to the playoffs. Right, here's one more thing I want to say. Um, some clown cake on the freaking broadcast the other day said Baker who after Kyler Murray made like an average uh, throw for 45 yards. Yeah, you and can't I do that. Threw up you in can't my do mouth. that. You really can't so, do that. So yeah, but Oklahoma, you look, you how look good, you man. Say that? How does the, you how do those good. words? This is my thing, man, and we're going to get into it when we talk about Texas, but everything, you don't have to compare everything to something else. Mm -hmm. You can just let Mm -hmm. it be good itself. You know what I mean? Like... Kyler Murray's coming. He's a completely different quarterback. A completely different person. I got person. news for you. Whoever this, whoever this cornball was, he had zero care about what you say because he's going to the MLB. <laughs> yeah, like he was ninth overall care. pick. He does not care. Kid's athletic, man. That's yeah. the thing that jumped off at me. Their whole oh, he's team very is athletic. So athletic. The kid didn't lose a game in high school. I know. He, he was our, it. it was my class, I believe. He's a baller, bro. Yeah, he's a baller. He's a baller. He's a, he's a baller. baller. Maybe the maybe the Mets will pick him up and trade for him. Yeah, or okay. Something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Mets are only trading for like thirty-five year old washed up. Like, let's come yeah. finish here. They'll pick him up. They'll pick him up at the end of his career. Yeah. Um, LSU, we're going to save for last. Okay, we'll save it for last. We'll save that for we'll last. Skip over it. Uh, this Notre Dame, Michigan, Michigan. Yeet. Can I tell you? Uh, can I tell you? I told you so. I don't know. I don't I'm remember not, you telling me. I've I've oh, you're talking about Jim Harbaugh. In on Jim Harbaugh, I picked no- Michigan because I was like, "Yo, their defense is legit." Like I was like, "Okay, they're a good Michigan's defense. defense is awesome." But didn't they, look awesome. Didn't look awesome. Notre Dame's defense looked better. Notre Dame's defense was all over the field. And all we heard all season is UM's defense is unbelievable and Shea Patterson is a missing link. Well, it sure didn't look like it. Shea Patterson did not look comfortable. Um, Their defense did not look great. Notre Dame only – I mean, uh, Michigan only rushed for 58 yards before quarters of football. Brandon Wimbush, though, looked unbelievable. His stats may not show it, but Brandon Wimbush played phenomenal. It wasn't a stat game for him. He played. He, he he made all the right throws. He made all the right throws. He created with his feet. Um, He's been known for what last year. I I, I saw it. Or I don't know if you watched. He the was game like he, had, he like threw for forty nine percent last yeah. year, or something. Yeah, that's but not you, good. But you could see it's it. Not good, he's got a live but, arm. Oh, he's got a live he arm. He can create. And this year's like his like his. It should be a breakout year. It should, and I think I honest I honestly think it will be. Um, they have Notre Dame for the first time in a while has a tough schedule. I always kind of pick on them for having a weak schedule. They got at USC. Um, they got Navy. They got Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech. They got Stanford. So this is a huge win for them. Right. This is a big win. Right. Um, but listen to this on the on the Harbaugh thing. You know, and I hate to do this, but like I, he just he gets so much hype and he's getting paid so much money. It's like you have to perform. Oh, it sounds a lot like Eli he, Manning, but in the last stop, it. He's I'm just saying. Ships, I'm just. I am just saying. Either way, speaking of factos, in the last last year combined with this loss, he's played five ranked teams. He is zero for five against said ranked teams. Oh yeah, and has been outscored by sixty five points. 
in those games. Not great, Jim. Not great. Not the best. I know you're meeting the Pope. You're taking your team on vacation. (laughs) That's all good and dandy. But at the end of the day, gotta you got to win some football games, man. Ask, yeah, you have and to. Ohio State has a really good football team really, this year. Really good football team. A really good, really good football, football team. team. So we'll get into them soon. But we're on to West Virginia. And Dude, Will Greer is the best quarterback in college football. I, I told you cannot, this last year. Mm-hmm. I told you this last year. I said, look out for Will Greer if he decides to declare. Oh, listen, Will Greer can do whatever he wants. I mean, after after Virginia Tech beat him. That was all. Virginia Tech beat Will Greer. My boy Josh Jackson outdueled Will Greer. So Will now Greer, he can be as good as he wants. Yeah, but Josh Jackson's not as good as Will Greer. No, I'm not going to no say anything. No offense to you, Josh. I'm not going to say anything negative about my man Josh. No, no, no. no but I'm no, just Will saying. Greer is an elite-level Heisman an elite, Trophy yeah. competing type quarterback. And Hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. I'm going to throw this. Is this a hot take? This is, this is, a, a, this is a, a really – no, no. This is like a really hot take. Ooh. I'm predicting something that could happen a year from now. All right? Wow. Let's say the Giants struggle this year. Let's say the Giants are average this year. Let's say the Giants are good this year and decide to make a little trade up. I see the Giants taking Will Greer in the draft next year. Just saying. I'm throwing that out there. I don't think they can trade up for that. He's going to be like a top five, top ten pick probably, right? There's not a lot of quarterback hungry teams right now like the no one all every a lot teams of teams yeah they all have yeah. hope you know what i'm saying yeah. like this is next year's class is like huge on the d-line yeah but the, the giants line. just lost david davis webb which he was weird i don't know why they did that they let him go yeah. but they kept kyle luetta mm-hmm. kyle luetta is your backup to eli from, manning he's from richmond is yes. he the richmond kid? yes yeah so what i'm saying is you have no one behind eli manning yeah. if you have eli manning for the next two years they're gonna need a quarterback yeah yeah, you're right. You're so right. watch out for Will Greer coming to New York. Okay. I'm um, hot, hot Write take. that down. We're going to write that down. Uh, it's on the it's Here's here. what I got to say, okay? Let's just throw this out real quick. Will Greer, 25 for 34, 421, 29 yards, five touchdowns. Baller. 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 You want to hear about another baller? David Sills. Yeah. I remember He was him. the kid that was in seventh grade and got offered. He was offered in seventh grade. He was committed to USC in, like, eighth grade. Yeah, something stupid. I remember. I mean, we were getting recruited at the same time. Seven receptions, 140 yards, two touchdowns. Well, this hookup has been going on since last year. They took it to another level. Though. Yeah. I mean, they, they took it to just a Just two white guys, level. two white guys, balling out. Dude, <laughs> just balling out. Brady to Welker. <laughs> and the thing that people, I think don't people don't understand how long it's going to take Tennessee to be good. It's not I'm not going to blame the coach this year. Tennessee has a lot of issues. Yeah, they do. And they ran into a just a, a death star team in West Virginia. West Virginia is going to score a lot of points this year. Um, West Virginia is going to be a very good football they're gonna team. They're going to be a tough team to very reckon with. Very good football team. Um so look out for them in Oklahoma in the uh in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you want to take point on Stanford and San Diego State? I didn't get to watch much of Stanford. Okay. I'll be honest, I did not get to watch much of it. Okay. Um, but I did see their receivers stat line, and oh, wow. Yeah. Let me, me just talk about this running back for San Diego State. So last year they had a guy, I think his name was Rashad Penny, really good player, got drafted into the NFL. Um, but this back, Jawan, uh, Jawan Washington, 24 carries, 158 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, the first drive, he literally took the team 70 yards like by himself. It was very impressive. I wasn't that impressed with Stanford, to be honest. Love Stanford or San Diego State? Stanford. All I'm right. talking about San Diego. I was just talking about the running okay. back. Okay, all right, State. all right. But uh, Stanford, um, 
Bryce Love, 18 carries, 29 yards. I feel like Stanford's like that safe team. Yeah. You're good. Like, they're good. We're good. They're going to come out. They're going to play well. I mean, KJ Costello. They do make some good NFL players, though. They do. They do. KJ Costello, 21 of 31, 352, four touchdowns. So they threw the ball well. But this is San Diego State, man. I mean, I just don't – I don't and, – and, and, again, San Diego State. 125 yards of penalties. What is up with all these teams and, and so many penalties, dude? Uh, that's, a of, together, that's a lot of man. yardage. Like, where are the fundies, man? Let's let's figure it out. Let's get the fundies going. Um, Texas, not back. <laughs> I have a whole thing that I want to talk about this real quick. I'll talk about the game first. Texas lost last year in Austin 51-41. This was a neutral game in, in, in the Redskins Stadium, whatever. Uh, UMD was off to a wild start. They were up 24-7 with trick plays, explosives. Um, then there was a delay in the fourth quarter because of Thunder. It was 29-31 to 31 Maryland. And then Ellinger had two interceptions after the delay, and it basically he lost his rhythm. Texas, 102 yards of penalties. And just real quick, I'm really sick of the is whoever blankety-blank back. Like, it's it's enough. I'm sick of it with Tiger Woods. I'm sick of it with Michigan. I'm sick of it with Miami, That's the fun Texas. in sports, bro. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because you know what? There are other people that are doing well and performing and, and, and worthy of talk time. And not Texas, who's given us no reason to think he's back, and not Tiger Woods. Just watching. No, it's not that. It's not that Texas has given us a reason to think they're back. It's just that we want Texas to be back. But why don't we? You're talk telling me you don't want to see Texas football better again? I'd rather not talk about Texas for 45 minutes and talk about other teams that are playing very well. And well, we're not talking about talk Texas about. for 45 minutes. We're talking about. I'm for talking about not us because we 35. know because we know better. Oh right, I'm right. talking about the talking yeah, heads. We, we knows better. We know better. We we're not going to give you that bullshit. We're going to talk to you about what's important. So I'm just sick. I'm sick. I'm sick of it, man. Stop. All right. So Texas isn't back. Last thing. Last thing. uh, Texas has given zero reason to, one, justify the firing of of, uh, Coach Strong. I don't think he should have been fired. And I also, they've given you no reason to think they're back. They have four losses to all the ranked opponents last year. Stop. Stop. All good? Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the Texas is back. Tiger is back. It's so annoying. Everybody's back. Football's back. That is, that it Football's is. That's back. a worthy that's a, topic. That's a worthy topic. That's a worthy topic. Um, Ohio State. I mean, Urban's not back. Urban's not back. <laughs> I wish he was never back. Yeah, I do. I, I don't either. I don't. Um, but Ohio State just dominant. Very course. dominant. Dominant. I'm gonna um when we, after our, our interview with Cole Tracy, which is coming up very shortly. Da <laughs> Um, we're gonna say the three things that we we saw, whether it was good or bad. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um, actually, Ohio State, I actually have them in one of the three things. Nick Bosa was very good. He was very Nick good. Nick Bosa was very good. Ryan what Day. What a stud family, dude. Dude, so Father, first-round pick. Come on. So, for, oldest son, first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Youngest um, son, pr- going to be a first-round pick. I – well, one thing I wanted to say is Ryan Day recruited me to Boston College. He's a nice guy. but He's he a really nice like guy. he wears makeup. He like, he's got those rosy red cheeks. Wow. He, he kind of looks like he wears makeup. Very weird-looking dude. Mr. Day, do you wear makeup? He did recruit me as well. He, Yeah, he's a nice guy. I like him, but, I mean, jeez. Yeah. I hate Ohio State, and you look like you're wearing makeup, so I'm yeah. going to make fun of you. Um, Haskins looks awesome. The team looks good. I know Oregon State sucks, but wow. Um, I'm, 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 I'm not going to buy all the way in. I, I think they're a top-10 team, no doubt, but I want to see him play TCU. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, and Nebraska is gonna be fun. I think Nebraska. Nebraska will be fun. Yeah. Um, LSU, LSU and Miami. This is a big one. Not something a lot of people were expecting. We're gonna get in the interview with Cole, like I said, right after this. Mm-hmm. Um, but LSU looked. They looked good. They were like Virginia Tech. Not many people expected it, but they looked right. good. They, my favorite image of the whole night 
probably the whole weekend was when LSU had the pick six, and you had about six convoy a convoy running him to the end zone. Did you see how fast they got? They were all. It was. It was, it was sick. Like watching that is like joy to me. It I'm was like, so damn, sick, like that's dude. that's just like. Do you think they're the real DBU? I'm not gonna say anybody's DBU over Virginia Tech. That's I'm, I'm biased, so I can't. You answer are that very question. biased. I can't answer that question. They're out there for me. They're 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 out there. I'll, I'll say this: some two things. Dudes, LSU has my favorite uniform in college football. Really, I love really? gold and purple. I wow. think it's sick. I love Coach Orgeron. I think he's I like the Coach perfect. Ron. Like, if you were to like make a cartoon and you needed a car a character to play like the LSU generic coach, I think it would be him. It'd be, right, it'd right. be Coach O. <laughs> I really like. Yeah, Coach wait, o. wait, wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw. So you know the new Nike ad that came out. It's like if you're, you know, um, if you believe in something, yeah, you're willing to give sacrifice yeah. everything. They did one with Coach O's face. It uh-huh. was like believe in something. And be willing to blue 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 everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love I I, lo- I love love Coach O, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get Cole Tracy to talk about Miami because because that may, that that doesn't go over well when teams talk about. But I want to talk about them because right. they go were ahead, go ahead go they ahead, were go terrible. Ahead. They're so bad. They were very They're no. They so, were like really bad. So bad. <laughs> they were good, and I didn't mention this. Florida State played well on defense against us. Right. Oh, they did. Well. You're right. You're very Miami right. We didn't give them well. credit for that. Miami played well on defense, but I don't know if it's Rozier is handcuffing Mark Rick's playbook, or he's that bad of a play caller. It was that was it was some yeah. terrible play call. Terrible. Like it was, it was either football. a screen, a draw, or like zone like that's all you ran all day and mark Richt, man you never win big games um this is your fourth loss in a row dating back to last year ah man dude like not 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 good good. not good not good miami not good not good you gotta have a better quarterback than him on somewhere on your roster (laughs) where did i read a stat I think uh, I'm going to shout out Barstool Big Cat. Okay. Because I, I love his Twitter, and I this, I believe this is where I found it. This is this is pretty funny. Um, let me pull it up here. They had they had a kicker. Oh, God. Let me see where it is. This, this is always the worst part, like when you got to find something on the yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, while you, while you go through it, I'll just mention it. I mean, the Miami's quarter, but backup quarterback was left in Miami. Just a pitiful pitiful performance i can't find it let me go to my page i'm telling you dude it's this is gonna be worth the wait because this is this is hysterical yeah i'll wait for it then i'm looking i'm looking okay all right all right yeah the kicker for miami bubba baxa baxa (laughs) baxa Baxa. so he goes he goes bubba baxa has to have better stats out there somewhere jesus christ the stat that they put on the screen for when he came up to kick. This is an ESPN nationally televised game. <laughs> nationally televised game. The stat that they put up is made four ten field goals as a high school senior. Oh man, there's gotta, there's be, gotta better. be better stats. There's gotta be like hit like a forty eight yarder in high school. Yeah, something like no went three way. for three on extra points. Damn, <laughs> I'm surprised. What's he doing in Miami? I mm, I don't yeah. know. Is he man. better than the other guy? I don't know. Maybe he can play quarterback. Maybe he's a better quarterback than uh, than the other guy. I don't know, but um, let's, let's get, call your boy up. Let's man. get Cole. I'm excited right. to meet him. So um, we had Cole's good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Thank him in advance for coming on the show. Thank you. So um, are here, you asking me to thank him? No, I'm just saying like thank you, Cole, in advance. 
Um, so, yeah, here's our interview with uh, LSU kicker Cole Tracy. Went 4-4 four, four for... Should I do a cool... Should I do, like, a cool transition? No, nah, I'll, I'll put that in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's our interview. <clears throat> All right, here we are with LSU kicker Cole Tracy, the man who went 4-4 four for four the other night. Hit the... The LSU record, right? 54 yards. He was also an internet phenom. Internet phenom the other night. Cole, welcome to the show, buddy. What's up, Rondell? How we doing? We're good, man. We're good. How are you? Good, good, good. Well, it's great to have me on. I appreciate it. Oh, of course, man. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. We're super excited to have you. Well, I'm I'm excited to be here. All right, Cole. Um, you know, so just some a few questions for you. Um, first off, obviously, I mean, as the whole world knows now, you went from Assumption. Well, you lived in Cali, from Cali, went to Assumption. You and I were boys there. Now you're down in LSU. Tell me what that transition was like, like for you. It's like a world tour. Yeah, it's like a world tour, U.S. tour. So, what was that transition like? Um. I would, I would actually say the, the transition from California to Massachusetts was uh, more difficult than than Assumption to LSU. Um, just kind of kind of because I've matured a little bit more than than when I was 18. I, I kind of know how to handle different um, things that are thrown my way. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm kind of just writing a story right now that um, hopefully has a has a really solid uh, ending. But it's it's been amazing the last few months. And uh, I mean, even my time at Assumption, it's absolutely remarkable the the things that um, I've been able to experience. So, playing in Jerry, how was playing in Jerry's world? Going from Assumption Stadium to that. Jerry's world is cool. Uh, I was was definitely trying to stay cool, calm, and and collective uh, the whole time I was there. I mean, trying to trying to stay in the zone the whole time and not really think about the elements or or anything like that. But. now that now that I can cross that one off the list, uh, I've kind of replayed different parts of the game and uh, just thought to myself, "Wow, that was." I mean, I just played in AT and T Stadium, so um, it was fun. It was. I, I've said it to the last few days. The kind of my line that I've been going with is night that I'll never forget. But I mean, it's it's really true. I mean, that that's a once in a lifetime opportunity and, and experience, and I'm happy that it went the way that it did. So what about what about like preparation? So what I what what I'm looking at is is you went from, uh, you know, a small, not a lot of eyeballs on you. You know, I'm sure the training is different. I'm sure the pregame is different. Um, you know, I'm excluding all the pageantry, all the how many people you're playing in front of and the competition. How was the preparation and the um, just attention to detail different at the SEC level? And um, you know, just making that change, I guess. Um, well, I think, I think, uh, Willie can attest, I mean, having played with me for a few years, um, I'm very routine oriented and, and I kind of like to go about my business the very exact true. same way. Very true. Uh, he is very routine oriented. And so being, being a kicker, I mean, it, a lot of it, I mean, 90% of it's mental. So if you're not in the right frame of mind, then, um, you can kind of, can I kiss that game away and, and, um, Playing the last few years, I've I've experienced that. Some days at practice or even games, you're you're not fully invested into that specific day, and things don't go the way that they do. So 
the last few years have, have really taught me to um, not really look ahead and kind of just look at each individual day and make sure that I'm I'm into it. And so uh, my preparation mentally is, has been pretty much the same. Um, going into my first game, I, I wanted to keep things the exact same that I did um, if I was playing in front of 2,000 people or, or 80,000 or whatever, 60,000 or whatever it was um, right. the other night. Right. And and trying to just make sure that that I'm focused and, and ready to go. Um, and that's that's really the the toughest thing about being a kicker. But I feel that um, I kind of have enough experience and enough games under my belt that I I know my routine. So. So what? So follow up question then. What if you don't mind sharing with us? What is your like pregame routine? I know people usually think kickers tend to be a little bit on the weird side. So so what is your pre? What is your pregame routine? What is your uh, before you kick? What you're thinking about? You know pregame. Let what the is people your, know what, yeah, what's what in is, the kicker's what's, head. What's going through your mind? Because as an offensive lineman, I always thought you guys you know were kind of a little different. So let me know if uh, let me know if that's right if that's right or not. No, I I think there's still plenty of guys on our team that that think we're a little a little funky, um, <laughs> which is understandable. I mean, we're off to the side the whole time, shooting the shit and throwing throwing passes like we're quarterbacks um, <laughs> and all that. But um, you know, kind of the biggest thing is just staying staying calm. Um, okay. Another another thing that Willie can can attest for is I'm a pretty mellow guy. Um, I wasn't mellow after those field goals. That I was watching the tape, and I was just pumping a little bit. Oh, more you were uh, every right to be every right to be amped, dude. I was juiced. I <laughs> yeah. was watching. I can I can honestly guy. say this is like one time that a kicker's got me like amped, like juiced <laughs> up. Like you're the guy, Cole. <laughs> uh, that, that that was really fun. But um, <laughs> it's kind of um, people like to listen to a lot of uh, rap and you know, pump up music before the games, but like a kicker, we say your your pump up level can't be like a like an eight or a nine or a ten. I mean that if you're up there then you're probably not gonna have a whole lot of success. So you kinda wanna stay around the six six to seven point five range, um, in terms of like I agree. So what is it like a crazy. you got yourself so like a a Mozart playlist before the game, or like a Beethoven. <laughs> Mozart, or, like, what, what is it? What, what? My, my, my strength coach. He's, he's actually been talking about that the last few weeks. He wants me to get going on a um, one of those playlists with symphonies and all that. But, yeah, <laughs> cool. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that. So I, I mean, I listen to a lot of, a lot of country kind of nice. um, mellow tunes um, before the game, but then. I mean, when when we were once we left the hotel the other day, um, and and we're we're on the bus going to going to the stadium. I mean, it was full, full on pump up raps, getting me going, getting me getting me hyped up. That's kind of where you want to get your um, get your emotions going. Cole, I got I got a question for you. All right, so oh, you're yeah. talking about you're talking about kickers kicking the ball, throwing the ball like a quarterback on the sideline. Here's a question for you. It's a, it's a little bit of a common sports debate. Are kickers athletes? Ooh, hot, hot take. You know what? The, <laughs> the biggest insult I've ever received, I don't remember who said it, but it was that assumption. And that got brought up, and somebody goes, well, Cole, you're, you're not athletic. <laughs> and I looked at him like, damn. Like, what? I'm kicking. I'm, I'm on the squad. You're not. Like, 
There you go. Exactly. Like, <laughs> shit, like I'm, I'm playing, and, and you're kind of watching me play. Like, you're, really <laughs> you're, you're watching me play. There you go. That's a good one. That, that's a quote to remember Does right that there. It? That's a quote that's going down. I love that. Yeah. Are you athletic? So, Are you watching me you're play? You're watching me play. <laughs> right, right. I mean, so, I mean, everybody's kind of open to their own opinions and stuff but um i mean i think we are am, am i going to be out there making acrobatic toe tap touches on the sideline no but <laughs> i don't see i don't see a whole lot of other players doing what i can do for the brand for the brand right? right for the brand right i mean <laughs> every every single day that we go out there it's it's working for the brand mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. we are we're trying to help everybody else that's in our shoes. Alright. Now tell us uh tell us a little bit about Coach O. We're huge Coach O guys. Put so, us inside his <laughs> shoes. Put uh, us inside his shoes. Inside his shoes. I'd like to know a little bit about him. <laughs> Coach O. Uh awesome <laughs> guy. Awesome guy. Um I, I wasn't really too sure what what was what he was going to be like before I kind of got to is he is he super intense? Have you heard the worm story? Um, the only the only time I heard the worm story was from from was from uh, Barstool when they when they did the interview. Oh, so and he hasn't he hasn't like pulled the worm out of his mouth to work, to hype you guys no, up yet? He, he hasn't. I've, oh. heard, I've heard some pretty good stories. Um, I think last year there was something about um, they had like a morning game and he just basically crushed a Red Bull in like. <laughs> I mean, not not shotgunning it, but I mean it was it was going down fast, um, and then like threw it against the wall, and <laughs> the second that the Red Bull hit the wall, the whole team erupted, and, and <laughs> that'll do it. That'll, that'll do, do it. it. That'll get the blood flowing. What about what about uh, what about something you've seen? Does he does he have these little? I feel like he's like the 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 like uh, opposite of Mike Leach like a more <laughs> like a more energetic Mike Leach that kind of makes a little bit of sense he's the perfect fit for LSU I've always said that so what what what's like your Coach O moment I guess if you have one um that's funny that you bring up Mike Leach I've actually met Mike Leach when I was getting recruited by Washington State back in high school but um things didn't work out the way that I was hoping for but. I think it worked out. I think it worked out. Yeah, I think it worked out. All right, man. You're kicking (laughs) LSU now, so. Side note, um, but you know what? I I don't really have that that like that story yet. Yeah, it's still it's still early. You still got a whole year. It's it's early on in the season, but um, I mean, he definitely just every time every time he's got a meeting or a team meeting, he starts off by the exact same every time. How we doing, boys? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be and, saying that uh, from now we on. We <laughs> all we all gotta start start clapping when he walks in. But it's funny because it's like it's on cue. It's, it's the exact um, nice. same. It, yeah, it's it's funny. Good um, guy. Now, I well, love it. I mean, every time he walks in the room, um, the energy increases, and and uh, he he does a great job. But uh, I mean, I can tell you before before we left the locker room the other night every single person was ready to run through a wall there you I go mean, we were we, we were fired up and i think i think the whole country was able to see that right off the bat i mean we came out flying around yeah ready to win that football game so yeah. um now what about can we i'm sure you've um seen the pictures of your fullback tory carter um <laughs> can we expect 
the kickers or the rest of your squad to come out looking like him at any point this year? Tory Carter is the craziest guy I've ever met. He actually lived three doors down from me, and, and his car sounds like a NASCAR. Uh, <laughs> no joke. It, it's got the whole whole thing. I mean, it's a... <laughs> and he comes up to me this morning, because my, my, uh, at my house, my bedroom is, is basically the closest to the street. He comes up this morning in the weight room, and he goes, Hey, Cole. How'd you sleep last night? And I go, <laughs> what? And I mean, I remember waking up a little bit, but not not enough to really like the next morning be like, oh yeah, I remember hearing that. And he goes, you hear me last night? And I go, <laughs> oh my god, I did. <laughs> he goes, dude, I ripped that thing from the stop sign all the way down to the cul-de-sac. It was so loud. <laughs> <laughs> so. But do you think at any point, because of him, you will be wearing an absurd amount of eye black during the season? No, no. Oh. I, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him keep the keep the eye black look. But yeah, there you I go. I mean, he's he's an absolute <clears throat> psycho. He in a good way, and and he'll take that as a compliment. You gotta have one. You gotta have one. You gotta have one. It's like you gotta have that Absolutely. one huge psycho football guy. Yeah. Absolutely, I've been saying that since I got here. I mean, he's he's one of the favorite Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had that hat. He bought one the next day. Nice, <laughs> nice. He wears, he wears it all the time. I mean, he, he's he's a cool dude. He's, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a picture of him without his helmet on, but he's got this crazy long hair, and it's just shaved all around the side, like oh, shit. basically bald. And then yeah. he's just got this. It's not even a mullet because it doesn't have the back, but it's just <laughs> no party in the back. Like, no party. He's Cole, last question for you. Um, I want to thank you again just for joining. But last question, real quick. You've obviously, you know, you were under recruited. Clearly, I told, I've been telling you that since day one in high school. Um, you went to Assumption. You played at a small school. Now you're kicking at LSU. Um, if you have any advice for anyone out there, what would it be? Um, I mean, as cliche as it is, never give up on on your dreams. Um, but I mean, the, the the biggest thing is is kind of like put your head down and keep working. I mean, um, I haven't made it yet. I haven't I haven't fulfilled all my dreams yet. Right. Um, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of one of my biggest ones. Um, but I mean, nobody nobody in Louisiana had any idea of who Cole Tracy was eight ten months ago. Um, now everybody it's does. Just crazy out. How, how God and, and some things work out and, and uh, lead you down different paths. But um, biggest thing is just, just put your head down and keep working because you never know when your opportunity is going to come. Damn, That's kickers awesome. are not only athletes, yeah. they're also <laughs> inspirational speakers. Yeah. You got me kickers are inspirational go. speakers. <laughs> they're athletes for the brand. I love it, man. I love it. For the brand. Cole, you're the man. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure having you. Hey, thanks, thanks for 
thanks for having me. I was, I appreciate it. Of course, of course. Keep uh, putting it through the uprights. Yeah, man. keep putting it through the uprights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I I have not heard here. I'm joking. I hear that at least twenty times a day. <laughs> hey, cool. hit, hit, the, hit the ball through the uprights. Oh, really? Is that my job? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let me just keep doing that. We'll keep but, doing it, man. We love what you're doing. We're going to be following you the rest of the year, obviously, and uh, we'll be in touch throughout it. All right. Talk to you later, guys. See you, boss. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> that was our interview with LSU kicker Cole Tracy. What a cool little amigo, man. He's a great dude. Yeah. He's a great dude. Yeah. Uh, very good friend of mine. He's been all over. This is all well-deserved for him. Yeah. So thank you again, Cole, for coming on. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um. Wrapping up college football, we got a little bit of time left. Real quick, three things that we saw over the weekend. Go ahead. Mine, I really like this one. This is exciting. Ole Miss has a quarterback who's really freaking good. 546 yards, 22 of 32. Uh, Jordan, oh, I'm sorry, no, 22 of 32, 336 yards, two touchdowns, and they're going to score a lot of points. 546 total yards, 47 points. They beat Texas Tech. By the score of 47-27. to 27. So Ole Miss might turn some heads this year, even though they can't go to a bowl game. Are you going? Are we going one-on-one, one or am I going off? You want it? We can go one-on-one. One. Yeah, go one-on-one. One one. One. Like um, for me, first thing, I don't like Ohio State. I right. never have, but I acknowledge talent where I see talent. And Ohio State, for the first time in a long time, has like a legit quarterback. He's good, man. Dwayne Haskins is as good as it gets. Watch out for him in the future. There you go. All right. Second thing, second thing, let's go. Khalil Tate, not great. 17 of 34, 197 yards, one touchdown, and their loss to BYU. Supposed to be a Heisman hopeful. Yikes. Doesn't look like Doesn't it. Doesn't look right good. Now. No. Oklahoma, they're fast and electric. Super fast. Super fast. Super Cheetah. Fast. Okay. Okay. Third thing. Third thing. Don't think the Pac-12 is a very good conference. I think it's weak. I said it earlier, I think Washington is our playoff team out of the, out of the Pac-12. If there is one. If there is one. Third thing for me, Michigan. Yikes. Not good, man. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. NFL. Let's get in the NFL. I guess. We could talk about that. Just real quick. Real quick. quick. Just to touch on some stuff. Khalil Mack making big bank. Aaron Donald making big bank. Big money going around the NFL. Raiders are cowards for not paying Khalil Mack. Raiders are a dumpster fire right now. Yeah. Absolute dumpster fire. Trade and sign and picking up people on the waivers that are irrelevant. Releasing people left and right. Just dumpster fire. They lost this trade with the Bears. Yeah, no doubt. They were um, yeah. last year. We were talking about them being contenders for the Super Bowl, and now they trade their potential. Were we talking about that? No, just like people in the NFL were oh. talking about them being because you got to remember, I was three years ago they were they were very very good. Yeah. And yeah. then last year there was high expectations. Car got hurt. Yeah, it was it was bad. You trade your star player. I mean, yikes! What are you doing, what are you doing man? What are you doing? Yeah, you get two first-round draft picks, but the, that's they're, not the blueprint. They're question marks. That's not the blueprint. This guy's a proven future Hall of Famer. You lost his trade. Whoa, 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 whoa. He future is, Hall of Famer. If he breaks his back tomorrow and never plays again, he's all right, not Hall of Famer. All right, all right, all right. Hall of Famer well, is a big Knock word. on wood for that. Yeah. Sorry, Khalil Mack. I hope you don't, but apparently Billy Hope you do. He's an all-pro. He's an all pro. <laughs> Hall of Fame, yeah, probably. Yeah. It probably. Looks okay. like it. Um... <sighs> My, I guess the game I'm looking most forward to is the Steelers and the Browns just to see if Le'Veon Bell trots out there and the Browns just Hugh Jackson's the biggest like soft serve ice cream cake I've ever seen in my life wow. so we'll see how that works out 
I'm looking forward to actually the opener Thursday night Eagles Falcons simply because I want to see this Falcon offense. I feel like it's going to be similar to Matt Ryan's um, uh-huh. MVP year with Calvin Ridley. It gives you the speed. Julio Jones gives you everything. Should be targeted 10 times this game. Mohamed Sanu gives you that third down option. So you so just I'm, care about the Eagles, Falcons. No, and I'm also because last year I said Nick Foles was riding a high. He's yeah. a rhythm quarterback. So you're going to get so him like right I out of the s- gate. I want to see how he performs. Uh huh. Um, you want to get into the winners, losers? Yeah. Winners and losers. Winner for me, Matt Luke from Old Miss. He was kind of just hired. I think they put him there in just a role to listen, get us through this uh, punishment period, and then you're gonna get fired. But he's doing pretty well. He's recruiting okay. <laughs> He, he beat Texas Tech. He's scoring well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the team likes him, so I'm going to give him as my winner. And I'm going to also give Coach Orgeron as my winner because he was on a hot seat. This is a he big was. win for LSU. I always thought LSU would win the game, but this was a big deal for Coach O. Um, for me, my winners, football fans. That's very simple and very true. Very simple and very true. Very football fans, man. Like true. We're blessed with football for the rest of the year. We're back. We're man. winners. Back. We're winners. Um, losers. I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills because they they're starting Nathan Peterman. Nate Peterman, who um, it's not very good. Not great, dude. You know, and uh, the Raiders also for reasons I just explained two minutes ago. Yeah, and here are my losers, and I think there should be everybody's losers really quickly. Yikes! Here um, I you. hate Joey Galloway. I hate Jesse Palmer. And I had to deal with both of them on my television at the same time. Real quickly, I know we're at the end. Can we just run through this this poll that we ran? We ran a poll earlier about yeah, NFL quick, intriguing questions. Quick, I'm just going to run through them. You give me your answer. Which AFC t- East team comes in last place? Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Dolphins. or Patriots? Dolphins. I had Dolphins as well. Which quarterback that started last year is on a new team this season will perform the best? Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith, Case Keenum, Tyrod Taylor. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. I went with Tyrod Taylor because I think expectations are low. You know, you got to do expectation thing. Which AFC team that won the division last year could miss the playoffs in 2018? Patriots, Steelers, Jaguars, Chiefs. Jaguars. I went with the Chiefs, Jaguars, <clears throat> our second choice. On the flippity flip, which NFC team that won their division last year could miss the playoffs in 2018? Um, I don't like any of those options, but if I had to choose Eagles. I would choose the Eagles as well. Very good. Which quarterback over 35 gets bit by Father Time the hardest this season? Tom Brady, 41. Drew Brees, 39. Phillip Rivers, 36. Ben Roethlisberger, 36. I'm choosing Big Ben simply because I feel like every time he moves, his back's about to break. Yeah, running style, he's going to get hit a lot, you know. But, like, when he runs, it's just like a a struggled gallop. Yeah, he looks old. Yeah, yeah. looks ugly. Like a bag of potatoes rolling down down the stairs. yeah. Which coach in the hot seat turns it around this season and keeps his job? Hugh Jackson, Browns, Todd Bowles, Jets, Dirk Cutter, Bucks, Vance Joseph, Broncos. Todd Bowles. I went with Todd Bowles as well. I don't know why the people said Hugh Jackson because I think he's terrible. One in 31. <laughs> Last question. Of these four players, this is a good one. Of these four players not returning to the Patriots, whose production will be missed the most? Wide receiver Brandon Cooks went to L.A., Deion Lewis, running back, went to Tennessee. Nate Solder, left tackle, went to the Giants. And Malcolm Butler, cornerback, went to Tennessee. Nate Solder. I went with Nate Solder as well, and it's because of the injury to their rookie tackle who tore his Achilles heel. I think Tom Brady's old and going to get hurt. I hope not. You just need a left tackle. You need a left tackle to play football. It's pretty important. You should know that at this point. We've been playing football football. for a long time. But, um... Thanks for participating in our poll, guys. Thank thank you you for participating. Keep it up. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HungUpPodcast. Thank you again to LSU kicker Cole Tracy. It was an absolute pleasure, my friend. And uh, stay tuned, everybody. We'll see you next week.